0: Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. How's it going, man? You know, I've,
1: I've been missing you.
0: Oh, yeah, well. Huh? <laughs> well,
1: I mean, I, I've been out of town. You've been lying out of town. Is a, lying is a sin, my friend. <laughs> no, I mean, th- there's truth to that. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, uh, like I said, you're, you're busy, I'm busy, and like... This past couple weekends, I've been gone and you've been gone, so like I usually see you at least two or three times. Yeah, in a week, you know, seeing the kids and doing church and daily mass and stuff. So it's good to see you again. Yeah, it's good to see you yeah. too, man. I've been, uh, I've actually been hiding away, working on my holiness.
0: That's what I've been doing, yeah. <laughs> working on personal holiness. Do
1: you build like a little like log cabin in your backyard and like you know, like I do little hermit going on there. I
0: do. I've been trying to stand next to people like Deacon Jeff and, and people like that, and yeah. let that holiness rub He's off. Got a big shadow, a I know. <laughs> so. But no, man, you're right. It is good to see you. I've been in and out of town. I think I am for the next, like Friday and through Saturday night for the next six or seven weekends mm-hmm. with you know men's conferences and Lent. You know, yeah. it seems to be when when everybody wants to get uh, get serious about their faith. So, but no, I, you know, in in the past couple weeks we haven't been able to do a podcast. I've been thinking about you know what's another topic that that people struggle with, and so I went back to the bag, and one of the things I pulled out a couple times was guys said holiness. They struggle with holiness and. You know, it was worded differently a couple yeah. different times, but that was the gist of it. Is is struggling with the idea that I can personally ever be holy? Mm-hmm. You know, that that's that sainthood and all these things you hear are for somebody else. They're for martyrs. They're for uh extremists and you know, clergy and and people like that. That that in my own life, holiness is something right. that I can someone other than me. Yeah, that yeah. I I can. It's a dream. Like it's. A lot of guys that we talked about, it's just like that's not even on my radar in my life, right? Like I just, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to live the best life I can. But this this whole idea or principle or concept that I can ever be holy mm. is just something that, that they it, it, they can't even grasp.
1: Do you think it's probably like daily stress that kind of keeps us uh, from from following that? I mean, like, you know, bills are paid, kids are in school, homework, food, grocery. I mean, you know, there's all those many elements of necessity to get things done yeah. usually tend to like, you know, um distract us from from that development of mm-hmm. holiness. I mean I, I mean that happens to me,
0: you know? Yeah, I, I think I think it's a it's um it's almost like a mind block, honestly, because of our sin. You know, it's we we sin, we, we are very easy to get down on ourselves, therefore, you know, I am my mistakes, I am my past. All the things we've talked about before, you know, just simply that sinners can't be saints. That's what a lot of people think, which is the exact opposite of the truth. Yeah. If you look at it, you know Saint Augustine said, you know, there's no saint without a past and no sinner without a future. Um, you know, if that was the case, I wouldn't be sitting here today. I'm not saying I'm a saint, but I certainly aspire to be. You know, and and I was a guy that was mired in my own personal destruction and things a few years ago, and live a very different life now. And it's possible, it, but I remember thinking that it never would be. You know, it never was possible, but. You know, St. Augustine that said that. Look at him. He was a partier, you know. The guy was drinking and carrying on. He was a womanizer. He, I think, if I remember correctly, he even had a a child uh, with a mistress. Right. Um, you know, and then he wound up being one of the doctors of the church, one of the right. most influential saints
1: ever. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but he, I don't think he com- actually converted to Catholicism, really. I mean, he was born, you know, his mom was, Monica mm-hmm. was. But he didn't actually become, you know, who he is like, until he was like 40 yeah i mean so you know imagine at one heat where he was at that time going if i just would have started earlier how much more could i've done for god right the kingdom of heaven
0: so. well and that's where the devil comes in too like he's, he's he's constantly reminding you of all these things whispering in your ear that you're not good enough all of those things and we can easily fall prey to that you know But. Quite honestly, you know, Father Larry Richards has a has a good saying I, I like. I mean, it's be a saint or go to hell. Mm-hmm. And it seems kinda harsh, but it's the truth. I mean, either you're going to heaven, you're going to hell. If you're going to heaven, you're a saint. And people look at this as if a saint is someone who's gonna have great writings or have the effect on the church that John Paul II had, or all these things and it's really no, it's about living a complete and total and holy life, a mm-hmm. virtuous life every minute of every day. And you know there's plenty of other ones too you know Saint Angela she was a, a materialistic adulterer you know I mean she was all about what she had in life all these things she was amassing and then you know at the age of 40 she had a conversion her family a lot of her family died and and you know she sold all her stuff and started a women's religious uh, order to st- to serve the poor you know so there's there's these these examples out there these people that we can sometimes look at as if they're unattainable, or what they've done. It, they were just simple people like us. They were mistake, you know, made mistakes and and uh, lived lives that weren't always what you wouldn't want to publicly announce. Yeah, they were able to turn it around with a, with a with a moment of conversion and a moment of choice in their life. So, you know, I think the thing we have to get past first of all is this mind block of like we I mentioned a minute ago of that it's just not possible. You know, and, and in fact that Saint Paul speaks to that in Romans twelve too. He says, do not conform yourself to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect.
1: That's like a breakdown there.
0: Let's it is, that, yeah. it is, I mean, he's basically saying yes, you can be holy, but you're gonna to have to fix your mind first. You're gonna have mm-hmm. to get out of your own way. You know, you're gonna to have to realize that that uh, we have to stop listening to the lies of the devil that I said, like I said a few minutes ago, that tell us that we can't, that uh, you know, that." All we have to do is just is start to figure out this is something I want in my life and start pursuing it. Now yes, is that tough? we we have to deny ourselves things. you know and as we go down through this through this episode, we're going to talk about some of those things. but yes, it, it requires discipline. it requires um, a mindset that, mm-hmm. that that's made up no matter what I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to to strive for this because honestly, when you do, you know, living a life that is striving for holiness is a life of freedom. It's a life of happiness. It's a life of hope.
1: Right. It sounds like a, like almost like a detachment of objects or of um, false images of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have visions and dreams to be like the best at everything we do. Right. Right. I mean, like how many of us, when we were only thirteen, watching our favorite college football team, going, "I want to be quarterback of my team one day," and I'll be like throwing, you know, touchdowns and you know. But then the reality comes is that maybe that's not your skill set. You know, God yeah. has different spiritual gifts for everybody. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't use it, are missing out on a lot of things that God has graces to give for you. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's exactly one
0: thing to start how to build holiness start today. That's right. And you know, we have to we have to really look at it like when we were when we were baptized and then when we were confirmed, all these points in our life you know, give us these opportunities for this outpouring of grace from God. And we have to realize and remember that when we've when we've been confirmed and baptized, that we become a new creation. I mean, 2 Corinthians talks about that. It says, so whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old things have passed. Behold, the new things have come. And that's what we have to decide in our lives is, is okay, the time has come that I'm going to start living up to my baptismal promises. I'm going to live up to trying to live this holy life. And what does that mean? That mean holiness is basically conforming your will to the will of God. I mean, that means everything that I've been told I'm gonna to strive with the best of my ability to do, to to the way I behave, the way that I act. I mean, obviously the verse that a lot of the Catholic the, the Catholic Church points to with holiness is be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Mm-hmm. But that can seem looming and daunting, right? You can go, <laughs> okay, so I gotta be God to be holy. Like how do I how is that possible? Wow. I'm, I'm like it's a little intimidating. I'm, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, It's a little, a little high bar there, buddy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's that's exactly why a lot of people say, "Whoa, I don't want to be part of that." Because mm-hmm. why am I even going to pretend? But that's not really what that means. It means that we're supposed to aspire to what to what Jesus is, to what God wants of us with everything that we have. It doesn't say, "Hey, look, if you fall on your face, you're out. There goes mm-hmm. your one chance." You know, you know. There's a there's the express train to hell right there. Go get on it. It just means that. We get up and we dust ourselves off and we try again. And so, the you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about was, you know, people are probably going, okay, well, how do I start this? Like, you know, we've already talked about the renewal of the mind. That's got to be the, the, the main thing is, is first of all, tell yourself that, that this is possible, that I'm going to give it my all, that it's the center and the purpose of my life now. Um, and then and give it a shot every day, every moment of your life. Try to give it your best. You know, the second thing is realizing that we can't do it on our own that holiness is only attainable with God's grace. But it also requires our yes. You know, we can have all the grace in the world, but if we choose to turn our back to it, then then we, we don't have a chance at this, mm-hmm. right? We've gotta be accepting of that grace, realize where it's coming from, and start turning towards it, and trying to pour into it, and allow it to pour into ourselves. Um, you know, St. John Vinnie, I love saint quotes. You know, he. I was looking through this the other night, and saw this one. He said, we can, if we will, become a saint, for God will never refuse, refuse to help us do so. You know, how, how encouraging is that? He's saying all you gotta do is make your mind up, um, and then turn around, give your yes, like we just spoke about, and then God's going to give you what you need. He's, he's waiting on all of us, all, every one of us on this planet. He is, he is sitting there with a smile on his face, waiting for the day that we turn to face him, mm-hmm. and we begin to make the decision to live our lives like this. Because he knows it doesn't only affect us, it affects our families. It affects those around us, and every person that, that makes that decision, you got to know that it just pleases the Father immensely. Right.
1: Well, and it's like you said, training ourselves, training our mind. Right. I mean, the quote you said, you know, Romans twelve uh, verse two, you know, do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed. So, how do you transform your mind? And your and that means like if if whatever is tempting you, or a thought that comes into your mind, immediately when you recognize that it's a temptation coming, instead of Giving into it, maybe say Hail Mary, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe say a a prayer or start a novena, you know, something where it, whenever you feel triggered, immediately train yourself to say a prayer
0: to help, you know, prevent
1: that, Mm -hmm. you know, that temptation going beyond that.
0: Yeah. And actively seeking the right decision, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, honestly, if you think, okay, I'm dealing with this vice right now, you know, this is what's, it's got a grip on me or it's calling me or you know whether it's it's you know lust or whatever it may be, stopping and trying to think what is the opposite virtue. You know, like mm-hmm. what is what can I practice right now? You know, if my deal is greed, you know how can I practice generosity in this moment? I mean, you know? give you money what Yeah, right. It's 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 learning the triggers, mm-hmm. learning the the things that are going to cause these uh, temptations in your life. But the holiness begins not just with the realization, but the active choice to do the right thing. You know that's one thing that that you've got to have with holiness. If you're if that's what you're attaining to, you know, working on the road to sainthood, you've got to um, you have to start making that choice every single day, every single moment. It's not it's not a one time deal where you go, you know what, I'm going to be holy. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that God, wears the paperwork? Yeah. You know, hand me the axe. Yeah, January me pen.
1: 2019, be more holy. That's yeah, it. that's all I gotta that's do. Right.
0: That's it, right. you know. It's just like a New Year's re- resolution. You know, you're going to go to the gym, and then right. somehow three weeks later, you're 40 pounds heavier, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the same thing. There is no, you know, sign the dotted line here, and then you know if somebody has a magic incantation or a, something to say, and you're holy. It's it's an active decision in your life every day to say, yeah, this is going to be hard, um, you know, and these are choices that that are put in front of me every day. I mean. If you stop and think about it, and you look over your day, which is the point of an examination of conscience every night, mm-hmm. is to look back and say, "What? How did my day go? Like, where were the opportunities for me to choose differently? To did I choose the right thing? Did I choose the wrong thing? Like, what, what 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 was I presented with, and how did I handle that? That's that's what's so important about when you're trying to live this kind of life. You do need to look back over and examine a lot, but." When you do, you start to realize, man, I had more choices today than I thought. Mm-hmm. You know, there were more opportunities to do the right thing where maybe I didn't choose, I didn't do that. Maybe it was out of laziness or being tired, or or you know, I just I just was too preoccupied, too distracted to see it. But you know, holiness is not something that, like we said, is obtained in one fell swoop or one specific thing. It's it's a building up of these minute choices and these occurrences in our lives where. You you choose to pass somebody that's that's maybe on the side of the road with a car broken down because you don't have time. Right, right. It's it's those choices that set us apart that 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 put us on this correct path that really lead us down that narrow road. Yeah, well, I mean, and something you said before in other shows is like maybe
1: at the end of the day, do an examination of conscience. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, just open up the list and say, okay, where have where is what I've, I've done well, and where. Is it that I need to continue to focus on more strength? Because, you know, some people, you know, like you said, anger may not be a major thing, but it could be something else. You know, I mean, they can still make sure when they get angry or upset, you know, they, they don't cross that line or where they're, they, they, they damage a relationship or they cause fear in their kids or their wives. But there's something else that is always the easiest trigger for them. Yeah. And that's where that energy really, that focus, that prayer, you know, asking Mary to help you whenever that that comes up. I mean, I mean, there's many prayers that you can search on the internet. You know, within the Catholic Church, that is there to help because we're not the only ones that have gone through this. Yeah. You know, many, many, many people before, even saints, have gone through something. Therefore, they wrote something that yeah. helped them, and they wanted to share because this helped. Please, you know, please practice this because this is uh, beneficial. Graces come upon whenever this prayer said for the good and tried heart.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and it is to your point. It's a it's it's a hard decision. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want people to think. Obviously, we get the benefit of being able to talk about this stuff, and you're talking about it in the sort of third We're person research. outside yeah. of us. Yeah. But but I can tell you that, like, I struggle with this as well too. I mean, I oh, yeah. you know, I, I I work in 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 evangelization and all these things now, and. It's very easy to go tell people about things, but it's very hard to live it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, you may see me here and think, wow, that guy's got it all together. But you go home and, and you can hear Angela yelling, you know, right. down the hallways, you are the exact opposite of holiness, you know, or something like that. Well, maybe maybe we'll have our wives <laughs> on the show one day and actually yeah, tell us I, I think that's wrong. a bad decision. <laughs> I don't think we're ever, you know, as executor of this show, <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. I veto that vote right yeah. now. <laughs> too much dirt and too much stuff to be on yeah. there. But, uh, you know, it, it is a very hard decision. And you know the reason it is so hard is because, quite frankly, we don't like telling ourselves no. Mm-hmm. You know, being holy is 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 a hard decision. It means, you know, the things that I want may not always be the best for me, and I got to realize that, and not only realize it but I have to act on that. Sure, I have to tell myself no, and and that's a huge problem with our society today. Is we have a big problem telling ourselves no because everything else tells us you should you should say yes like mm-hmm. why shouldn't you have that you deserve that why what do you mean you, somebody told you that that would be angry at them if I were you because you mm-hmm. certainly deserve that that's the lies of the devil that's society and it's hard to tell us that it you know holiness takes living for others through the sacrifice of our own wants that is one of the best ways to start living a holy life is to simply say you know what and it starts with little things like maybe if you're going to dinner you know letting the kids decide letting your wife decide even if it's a place that you don't want to go to you're going to wind up getting whelps on you because you're allergic to something whatever it is letting letting somebody else make that decision it seems stupid to say that and okay so that's going to make me holy yeah anytime you sacrifice your needs your wants what's best for you you put away your selfish desires and you put somebody else first that is a moment of holiness Mm -hmm. that one little second or one minute to just go you know what I know that I want what I want, but I'm not the most important thing right now. Right. And and it's that decision to start living our lives that way, to start treating people that way. It's, you know, that's what Jesus showed us this by picking up his cross. You know, he he basically said, follow me. You know, holiness is, is picking up our own cross and following in his footsteps. Mm-hmm. It's saying, you know, wow, Jesus lived this life to where everything he did was for other people when he came here. Nothing he did, I don't ever remember anything in the Bible where Jesus did anything for himself. You know, everything was always, even to the point when he was exhausted and crowds would walk up, and they'd say, wait, 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 we need more. Right. And he just, it, it would even allude to it in the Bible, he would get up and he would do it, because that's what he was here for, to well, be a servant. Well, you know, when that, that scripture where he falls
1: asleep in the boat, right, and mm-hmm. there's a major storm. And, and most of us who have been on boat, we go, how can anyone sleep through that? Well, the man was exhausted, because he gave himself yeah. fully every day. So yeah, maybe he did fall asleep on the boat because he was he was teaching and practicing people, letting them know what holiness life holiness life is. You know, his disciples were there around him all the time. You know, and 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 they gained so much from, him, but they still weren't able to see a lot of things he was trying to teach them. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that's that shows the humanity in us. We're like the disciples, where where we want to be so close to Christ at the Eucharist, and and then we go out and and we almost get hit by a car or you know someone cuts us off and next thing you know what are we doing or the yeah. fingers going out the window and yelling and screaming yeah. at something or you know something easily agitates us you
0: need to work on that stuff victor <laughs> you've seen that right yeah
1: that's right but you know that's that's what i'm saying is that it's those little things where you, you mentioned before instead of if someone cuts you off say well that person must be in a hurry because something yeah. may be happening you well, know yeah. maybe maybe their parents in the hospital or maybe their kid just broke their arm and they're Going to school, I mean, try to consider what that might be going on with that person's mind and maybe say a prayer for them. Says, you know, if you know, be with this person as they go about what they do and make sure they don't hurt anybody, but whatever they're struggling with right now, help them in the moment. I
0: would, man, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to be the one to wake up Jesus. I mean, that's because think about that. He probably has awesome dreams. I wouldn't want to be the one that's to right. He probably, that. He's like,
1: I was talking to my father, but okay, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. <laughs> like, I mean, just
0: you just broke up the greatest yeah. set of dreams ever. Right. Yeah. But uh, no, you're you're exactly right, and, and you know that's the thing is we've we've got to like you said you've got to be a gift in somebody else's life. We've got to master that. We've really got to put our efforts into that to to um, being present and being a gift to others. That's that to me is the hardest thing to do, but it's also the most beneficial to to this path. Is when you can start mastering that, which I don't know that many of us ever can. I mean, a lot of the great saints have. But you don't have to master it, it it's it's to just start applying it in my life and what once seems hard like a lot of things you grow up playing basketball you know right now my little girls are and allison sometimes can't even get it up to the rim on an eight-foot goal and, the, and you want to quit right like i can't even do it i'm done but the thing is you keep trying and the more you try the stronger you get and the easier things get And the next thing you know these things that you're adding to your life are just part of your life now they're not a task, they're not a trial, they're not difficult, they're just things that are a part of your life now, and that's part of, of walking in the path of holiness is just to keep practicing these things, but until they become a normalcy in your life. Yeah. Um. You know, one of the other things I really want to talk about is holiness takes courage. I mean, point blank, it takes courage. It's it, we're trying to live and walk in a holy manner means you have to stand up against pretty much everything this culture has yeah. to say oh, um man. yeah it's it's difficult yeah i mean you're uh, you're going to be unpopular a lot you're going to be the guy that people may not want to spend time with anymore um you're, you're going to lose friends mm-hmm. uh you know but the, i would say that maybe they weren't the ones that you needed to have in the first place yeah. but um you know it's it's not popular you have to be prepared to be ridiculed you have to be to have the, the self-control to love through that ridicule, ridicule, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's part of it. You know, somebody disowns you or doesn't want to spend time with you anymore. It's very easy to go, well, well, you know, the heck with them. I mean, just to be angry and, and foster that. So the devil actually weaves his way through all of this because you think you're making a great decision, but then you can easily be angered by that decision. So that's why it's difficult and it takes courage. It takes staying the path and not quitting when, when people go well if you're gonna act like that then i just don't want to be your friend anymore yeah because most people i've done it i've buckled under that oh no 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 wait I, i've second guessed it i i'm sorry it was just a moment of of just i don't know what i was thinking you know i'm sorry i was just kidding you know that was a joke guys right i'm not really trying to be holy it was a mm-hmm. joke and we do whatever we can to save face but we've got to have that courage to be able to just step forward i mean look at saint paul everything he went through he made the decision on that road or jesus actually helped him to that decision with on the road to Damascus, but he made up. After that, saw, you know, Paul still had a choice not to follow Christ, and he did anyway. And he went through beatings and stonings and an eventual beheading and whippings and pr- imprisonment, and and he he did what he did no matter what. Even when people wanted to pull up swords and fight in the name of Jesus, he said, "No, this can only be done through love." You know, it's so easy, but you got to 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 falter from that. But we got to have courage. We got to practice that and know that the choice for holiness comes with a lot of sorrows, a lot of trials, a lot of tribulations, a lot of suffering like we talked about last week. But there's also great freedom and love and wonderful things that come along with it as well.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, what you talked about earlier was like, it's difficult when you're an Orthodox Christian Mm -hmm. because you're following the dogmas, the doctrines of the church. And a lot of things that come to point is that sometimes you're going to be, someone's going to be on the opposite end of you going, so what do you mean you believe this, this, and this? I'm like, well, yes, I'm not trying to be um, you know, con- condemning anyone. But I'm t- saying the truth of my faith. Mm-hmm. This is this is what has been taught for 2,000 years, and I mean, you may not agree with it. I mean, that's that's what your opinion is. This is this is where where I have come to form my faith. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we're you know most Christians who are Orthodox will get beaten upside the head because we're not uh, following what the popular message is. Yeah. Right. Um, Um, including everybody. Well, I mean, God loves everybody. God has everything, but you have to transform yourself to meet where God wants you to be, and that doesn't mean you can have it your way, whatever you want to, and still be call yourself a spiritual person. You have to conform yourself
0: yeah, to follow
1: what Christ you know, taught us. That's No, so, that's
0: exactly right. You have to start living every aspect of your life. You don't get to aspect. be yep. holy here and not there and, and sometimes here and sometimes there. No, it's got to be an act of choice to try yeah. to live your life this way all the time. And, you know, it's not something, holiness is not something you own. It's not a possession. It's something that you have or something, It's not. it's not something that you have or something that you do. It's something that you live. And that's the choice that we're, we've got to make today when we're talking about this and hopefully the people out there are picking up is, is that holiness is not something you're going to wake up and just be one day. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort, but if we're going to be, to if we're going to get to heaven, that means that we lived a holy life. If we're going to be a saint, which, you know, not every saint has got their name on a plaque or a statue somewhere. If you're, there's a lot of saints in heaven that nobody will ever know their names other than the father and the ones there. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to live. We don't have to aspire to this great, huge image. We just have to do the things that we were taught and what the gospels tell us about how to live, how to treat people, how to go about our lives and to live our lives in a very specific way that is benefiting others first and, and being the people that God created us here to be. You know, and also you know how much I love John Paul II. I had a, a, one last quote I you had to sneak in here for him. Go oh, for yeah, it, man, go for it. He's, he's, he's man, he's my, uh, my hero. It's, he says, do not be afraid to be holy with an exclamation point, by the way, have the courage and humility to present yourselves to the world determined to be holy since full true freedom is born from holiness. So, you know, if you're out there and you're struggling and you're, you're wondering, you know, why these things are happening in your life, you're, you're, you're feeling like you're imprisoned by things, you know, maybe it's time to start looking at how you're living your life and start looking at, at trying to live in the way that the gospels present to us, um, if you have trouble with that, find somebody in your life that is living that way. If you look around you, you can see the people that are living a different life. You know, it, it's it's usually pretty pretty. Uh, it stands out pretty well. It's pretty transparent with people that are choosing to live this way. And if they are living that way, don't face don't worry about rejection because that's what they're living that way for. They want to invite other people into that. Well, I hear that music, so it's time for all you saints and future saints to take into thought what we've been talking about today while we close out in prayer heavenly father you created us to be holy that was your plan from the beginning you wish for us to spend eternity with you but somewhere along the way we have simply forgotten that give us the grace and strength required to be like you fill our hearts and minds with the desire and the courage to actively pursue sainthood and father help us to conform our will to yours so we can then have a clear path to holiness in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.